everybody. Thank you for joining us on another exciting episode of The Pits, Stories from the Depths. Yo, what up? Glad what you're here. Glad, Glad you're here. It's a terrible day outside. Bro, I'm telling you, in Georgia, it's just... It's just the doldrums. We're sitting here in this nasty rain for like three weeks straight. I can't yeah. deal, because I work outside too, so I'm just constantly dealing with the cold and rain it's yeah i'm over it apparently atlanta is seattle and we weren't <laughs> made aware so yeah man it's like we're about to have to build an ark i know um this comes out on friday and rumor has it there might be snow so let's hope i don't want to work we'll in see it. <laughs> yeah i hope it's not nasty i mean i hope they make the call Sooner rather than later. But. You're from Atlanta, you know. Well, I guess you We're probably <laughs> know wherever because yeah, everybody. Well, knows. here's the thing though: is it was like years and years of all these false, or you know, not necessarily false predictions, but you know, that just they didn't come true. Right. Um, but so you know, just boy who cried wolf theory. Everybody eventually on this one was just like, you know what, like. Fuck it, we're not gonna listen to it. And then, yeah, y'all know what happened. Traffic is bad on any given day, but on any, cause, cause, and this is the worst thing that they did too. Is right when everything was going down, they were like, "Okay, go now, go now, go now." So everybody was just flooding onto the streets all at the same time. It was awful. Yeah, they just That's... wouldn't have said anything at that point. Just... Yeah. So we're hoping that doesn't happen again. <laughs> Um, and in the spirit of wanting to go somewhere warm, I picked a relatively warm location, sunny okay. California. Okie dokie. Yeah, I could deal. Yeah? I could get deal. down with that? Yeah. All right. Hopefully y'all can too. For sure. Um, so what do we got going on? Um, I am just. You know, supporting your comedy dream. <laughs> I know that's what no, you No, you've got your thing. You've got your blogs. Um, I know. So, yeah, if you guys don't know, I do Sparkles and Spades. It's yeah. a blog. You guys can talk about if you want. Uh, yeah. Check us out on social media. Do it. It's uh talks a lot about mental health stuff, which I believe is very important. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we'll just keep it on a high note. And we can get to talking about your comedy shows. Okay. And what you've been up to. Um, yeah, so been you know, hitting mics and stuff and getting on stage and um so I'm I'm gonna be on a show in Carrollton next Thursday. Woo-woo. Yeah, Thursday night, Carrollton, Georgia. So if you go to West Georgia, you know anybody hanging out around Carrollton, come on by to Alley Cats from at ten PM. So come come check me out gonna be tired on friday but yeah it'll be worth it and then um march 3rd i'm supposed to be at laughing skull we'll see kevin hart's been um getting up there and running material a lot um so i'm thinking it's probably gonna get canceled just like the ron white thing um but we'll see we'll keep you posted on that and then um the following monday march 9th at mccracken's gonna be awesome gonna be a great time it's an irish pub you know 
the week before St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be a party. It's going to be awesome. It's a great atmosphere. So please come out to that show. It's going to be cracking at my yeah. crackens. Absolutely. I mean, I got up on the last one. Mellow Black does the show every month, um, every second Monday. And I got up last week, and it was such a fun crowd. It was a great time. Aw. Yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, he had a great show last night. Shout out to KPZ yeah. for showing up. Yeah, they surprised kept, me with that. I kept a surprise. <laughs> I never can, and I finally did. So, um. Then also, we're trying to raise money for the kiddos. Um, St. Baldrick's. Johnsy's going to shave his head on behalf of Childhood Cancer Research. Yeah. So, give them the details about that. Yeah, so you guys can go to um, stbaldrick's.org slash participants slash FMLENT. Or if you just go to the stbaldrick's.org and put in the search bar FMLENT, you'll find our team there. You'll see my... Ugly mug, picture of me, and um, kind of like uh, my own words of of my experience and stuff with St. Baldrick's. This is our third year doing it. We, we're trying to double our donations every year, so um, we have a lofty goal of $1,500 this year, so I'm hoping we can hit that again. Um, I've got faith, you know, the, the network of people that I know. We can do it. Yes, I know. They're very charitable, very great people, so I think we can get it done. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun event um, uh, at the Battery. Mm-hmm. Was it March 27th? Sports, yeah, Sports and Social. Sports and Social. Yeah. Come hang out with us. It's fun, man. It was, it's been a good time the last two years, and it's something I really do look forward to. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, okay. So, living the dream, you could say. Okay. And I guess you could say that's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> so, I think for the most part, John Lee and I have always discussed being able to potentially retire early. It'd be nice. Um, and get away. <laughs> um, we would like, because we have so many animals, to get like an RV. Yeah, and kind of travel, but um, these people had a different idea. They wanted a boat. Okay. So, and boats are cool too. Yeah, man. Um, so we're gonna be talking about Thomas and Jackie Hawks. Okay. Um, so basically, they had always dreamed that they wanted to like own a boat. Um, and be able to travel. That was really important to them. So, Tom, like, saved a bunch of money. Right. And it was really important to him to, like, make sure he retired early and he wanted a boat. Okay. So, um, he... I mean, pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah, it's... but, like, a nice, like, a yacht. Like, right. something that you could, like, live on. So, him and his wife, Jackie... Saved and saved. They, I mean, they had kids, but, like, were very conservative with their money. Um, and Tom actually was a Vietnam vet, um, and they had two kids together. Okay. Um, they ended up, after, like, decades, essentially, of saving money, 
being able to buy a 55-foot trawler yacht for about $300,000 and named it the Well-Deserved. Nice. Which was certainly fitting, I think. For these people, they seem to be really hardworking. Yeah, squirreling away all their little acorns, making sure that they're ready to go ASAP. I feel that. I think about it a lot. I want to retire, like, now. I'm not 30 yet. Yeah. And just looking at, like, research, it looks like a very happy couple. So, good for them. Everything's happy so far. Yeah. Keeping it good. Okay. All right. It's like a Disney movie. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) So, they ended up, like, getting all new technology for the boat. Um, And for two years, we're just going up and down the coast of California, down the Mexican coast, essentially, and coming back. Um, They docked at Newport Beach, um, and all of a sudden, their youngest, or younger, there's two. Yeah. The younger son, his name, Matt, um, told his parents, Thomas and Jackie, that uh, he was going to have a baby with his wife. Okay. So they find out they're going to be grandparents, and they're like, okay, we're going to sell the boat. Right. And get a house, which is nice, and they're going to go be grandparents. Yeah. Which I thought was sweet. Even these, like, you know, people who wanted to travel, his, like, life, this guy's lifelong goal was to buy this boat, and he finds out he's going to be a granddad, and he's like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what sweet? you do, though. I know, I you know. know. This is so sweet, right? You have to be involved in your, you know, I your know. family's life. This is how it goes. It's just how it goes. All right. So before they sold the boat, they decided they were, they were going to do like one last cruise All on right. it. Um. So on November twelfth, two thousand four, they went to Santa Catalina Island, which is off the coast of L.A. Um, and they were, like, celebrating because they found out they had a buyer for the boat. Nice. Um, and this would be, like, their last trip out. Right. So, they probably had fun, and it was their last trip before becoming grandparents, which, so, like, in my mind, I thought about, like, you know, your dad. So, your dad likes being his yeah. free Whatever this self. thing is. He's yes, now. whatever Alan's got going on now. Um, but then, you know, becomes a granddad and then he's like, all right, I got one last trip right. before I give up my dream yacht. So I can <laughs> imagine that trip was pretty fun. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but. Yeah, I mean, you gotta have one last raw. Heck yes. Um, so they told everybody, like friends, family, all, everything like that, that the boat sale would happen within the next few days. Right. Um, so their son, Ryan, would later to go on in a 2020 interview, um, to say the next thing you know, no one could get a hold of them. Huh. Um, Ryan said that that was, like, extremely out of character for his, like, parents to completely shut off their cell phones and, like, be out of touch. Um, and it's 2004, so, I mean... Every parent I know had a cell phone. Right. And they wouldn't... Like, being I mean, on that's a boat, kind of borderline. Yeah. There's still a lot of people in 2004 that didn't. 
Yeah, but think about it. It's not their, like it is now. Like their last cruise, and then they're going to be grandparents. Like they yeah. would call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would be in touch. But that that's what happens with a lot of people who disappear. Is that like there needs to be something for adults? Because like for kids, you have Amber Alert. So like if a kid goes missing. Like, no, even if it's with somebody that's safe, like, it right. still goes out. Yeah. You know? But these aren't older. They're, like, I mean. I know, but police, but police won't. Well, elderly people have a law, too. Yeah. But, like, like a, a regular free-thinking adult has the right to disappear. Right. So, a lot of cops just say, oh, well, you know, he's got the right to disappear. And then they just, right. they assume they ran off because they don't want to work the case. Yeah. That's a good point. Happens all the time. Yeah. Um, so the family was getting worried and they were like, we're going to go and check the boat slip and see if maybe, I don't know, like they got back and still wanted to celebrate. I don't know. I don't know. So they go and like see that the boat is there, but, um, the parents aren't. And then they check the lot and the car is also gone. Yeah. Um, so they were driving a silver Honda CRV. Um, so Ryan, the son, said that his uncle was the one who like, immediately knew something was wrong. Um, because when they looked at the boat, the dinghy was tied up just like completely like askew. Hmm. His, his brother... And Ryan's dad was a Vietnam vet and like military. Yeah. I feel like certain things are ingrained in you, and it's your dream boat. Right, he's he, gonna take care of that. Yeah. yeah, and he probably was like, my brother has been talking about this effing boat forever. Like he wouldn't just do this. Right. Um, and the fact that he's missing, is, and it's an impending sale too. Like, right. They, they have a buyer lined up. Well, here's the other thing, and I know that I, any person who owns a boat should know. The motor was left in the water, and it's like a luxury yacht. Yeah. So, like, we, if you're storing a boat, like, you put the motor up. Yeah, you trim it up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the like, so like those factors combined, they're like, okay, something's not right. Hmm. So they meet up with somebody named Don Trefan, tree fan. I don't know who like had been. On the boat, kind of like a guy in the same marina. Right. I think we all know this type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had been, like, with the couple frequently and, like, right. had been aboard the ship and said that... He was that, familiar with it. Yeah, that he himself, like, noticed several things that were off. Um, he said, I noticed that the tarps up above on the deck on the flying bridge were all off. All the controls were just kind of peeled back. And there was a towel hanging out of one of the portholes. Um, and this was a 2020 interview. Uh, he said, I got a sick feeling in my stomach. You know, just like a sick feeling that something wasn't right. Yeah, dude, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the family and friends obviously knew that their parents and loved ones had like found a buyer yeah. for the ship. So they're like, okay. Potentially, these are the last people that saw them. Right. And then they, like, something happened after that. Right. Um, so, they knew that what, whoever the buyers were were going out for, like, a test drive. 
uh, of the boat. Um, so the brother of the guy who like knew something was wrong also ended up was a retired officer. Yeah. So like left contact information and was like to whoever bought this boat, you need to like get in touch with us because right. you're the last. You're you know one, I'm sure they didn't a put potential many, lead. Yeah, they probably didn't put many details. Um. So this is when someone by the name of Jennifer DeLeon called him back and stated that she and her husband, Skylar, paid for the boat cash in full. Hmm. And so the family was like, all right, questionable, but not odd. Um, But it did make the family suspicious. So the cop brother, his name's Jim. I feel like, of course, his name's Jim. (laughs) um, Reached out to this woman named Trisha Schultz, who managed the uh, couples the she brokered the deal no she like managed the couple's money while they traveled and stuff like right, that right, right, right. um i mean it was like a i guess a financial family. advisor yeah probably yeah i um, just managed the family's finances right um so she was the one or once like he contacted her she was like well that's odd because nothing has changed in their account yeah so like I feel like if they were getting a cash, like, they were given cash, and they're getting ready to be grandparents, they need to buy a house, Yeah, that money goes into the account immediately. Right. And, like, you probably would do it at a bank. Like, it's it was weird. Yeah, you'd, you'd have a bill of sale, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it was weird to her, and I think it would be weird to me, too, especially if you're in that business. Yeah. Um... So, she was like, something's wrong, and he agreed, so they're like, we're going to file a report. Right. So, all you can really do, like you were saying, is file a missing persons report. Yeah. Um, and so, Newport Beach Police ended up taking on the case, but this was almost two weeks after the couple had, was gone. Right. You know, a lot of time wasted. Um, so there was a detective working on the case named Dave Byington, um, and he said that they pretty much immediately found out that Jennifer DeLeon's husband, mm-hmm. Skylar DeLeon, was a felon. Uh-huh. Nice. So they're like, hmm, I don't think, this is a, this was a $300,000 boat. Then they upgraded it with, like, all, all the new navigational stuff. Because, remember, they are going, like, up and down the coast and expecting this boat to be, like, their lifelong travel vessel. Right. Um, so, they're like, we just don't feel like a felon would be able to... Yeah, this this dude. And if there's a questionable missing person, and now I had a cash, whatever, and a felon... They could have they could have been, um... They could have just been opportunistic, just trying to get get the boat. Right. Could have not had anything to do with the disappearance, maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they were gonna go ahead and look into it further and just like make sure they had bill of sale, like all yeah. the things that would normally go wrong. Right. Yeah, a normal transaction for like far less money would have that. Right. So going into Skylar DeLeon's past. He had a rather troubled past, but he actually 
was a childhood actor. Nice. I guess you could say. Um, his most prominent role was an, being an extra on the 1990s TV show Power Rangers. Nice. <laughs> awesome. John Cena loves Power Rangers. Yeah. So I thought it'd be a cool little cool aspect. Nice. Um, I wasn't able to, cause just because he was an extra, I'd find an episode or anything. We know one of the rain, Red Rangers, um, not Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger, but a different one, ended up like stabbing his roommate with a sword. Yeah. So he thought he was a power ranger. I don't know. Did I, he have I don't know PTSD from the show? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that much about it. All I know is that one of the Red Rangers definitely murdered a guy. Damn. Yeah, maybe another podcast. <laughs> Damn. Yikes. That got dark, but... So I I'm mean, just saying, like... Maybe, this you know. gets dark, too, so we're in the same... Barney is being excessive. Two episodes in a row, dude. Congrats. All right, so... Um, given that that was his most prominent childhood acting role, right? You know, you Not can exactly imagine Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, his life wasn't great. Probably that feeling of you know, yeah, peaking at ten years old or whatever. Right, or like I should have. Not ten. They were supposed to be. In They're high probably school. in their teenage. Yeah. Yeah, but still of, like, I could have been something if not for this or whatever, blaming whatever outside forces, but still probably trying to front and act like you're about, you know, you're right. part of that life. So he had a troubled past, just, like, got into assorted trouble. Um, I mean, he was a felon, so yeah, kind of goes without saying. Um, so his wife, Jennifer, was actually the main money earner, the breadwinner, if you would go with that okay. um of the family as a hairstylist um and sh- they like lived in a renovated like garage yeah type so they're not buying of things they're not buying a three hundred thousand. yeah and but... it was behind her family's house in long beach so it was probably like her family's garage that they let yeah not rolling in the dough right um okay so like given these people's past now the cops are like, okay, something's wrong, and we're like we're looking into it. Right. You this need to sketch. produce a bill of sale, um, because, and they were like, okay, like we've got it, and they essentially, I don't know if it's like probably facts back then, but they saw a, like a relatively good copy of it. And right. they were like, whatever. But they're getting all this evidence back in the meantime. Hmm. Um, so they find this Target receipt. Which I'm <laughs> like, Ugh, every time, Target will get you. Um, they find a Target receipt. And the items on the receipt were... Trash bags, bleach, and Tums. Nice. The brand name. Yeah, brand it, name Tums. Settle your stomach. Um, <laughs> After you murder somebody. They, the receipt was dated the same date that the Hawks were um, taking the potential buyers out for a test ride. Okay. Um, so they knew that Target has security cameras. This is a good lead. Yeah. Um, Target was able to match the security cameras to the time of the purchase. 
Nice. Good job, Target. So, who Dude, do you so, think... So often, though, they go there and they're like, oh, we already scrubbed it. Well... Like, it happens all the time. I know. I know. And you have to send certain documents so people can't, like, destroy evidence, too. It's really sketchy. Yeah. People are bad. Um, so, who do you think was on the security camera buying? Um, uh, the guy who owns the boat. The guy who owns the boat? Yeah. The guy who's supposed to be dead? Yeah. No. What? You know, that's all? You give what, you were going to do one Jennifer? Again? No. Uh, Skyler? No. Their son? No. It is Jennifer's father. Oh, okay. His name is Steve Henderson. Nice. Um, so I, I will say this one thing. This dude is not felt by any means, her dad, so I'm like, maybe the Tums were just... <laughs> oh my he has acid <laughs> reflux. I don't know, but... He's got some chest pain. Yeah. I'm having chest pains. Yeah, this interviewer was like, I don't know, but if I was going to make this, the 2020 thing, I was laughing. He was like, I don't know if I was making a kill kit, I would put Tums in there. I'm like, well, you're also freaking fat, too. Like, of course you would. <laughs> Like, he, he just wolfed down like twenty <laughs> chicken wings, man. Yeah, but I'm sure, given later details, I'm sure they were for the murder, murdering. Uh, I mean, sometimes you just get heartburn, man. Well, I'm sure you get an upset stomach after you kill somebody. I'm sure your stomach isn't feeling great. I wouldn't. I get freaking heartburn from eating too early. Well, have you ever, you've never been in a fist fight. Fu- I have. Oh, yeah. Like, when you get in a fist fight, it's like, afterwards, you're just like, it's like the adrenaline is still going, and you just, like, feel sick. Yeah. So, I can imagine murdering somebody is probably uh, pretty similar. Unless you're just a complete sociopath, and you don't feel anything. Yeah. So, cops go to the dad's house, which, I I mean, it's technically their house, too, because they're just living in the garage. And he was the one on the camera. Exactly. And they're like, what's up with this? Like, what were you, like, buying? And he's like, I don't even remember. And then they, like, you know, whatever, do cop stuff. And then he was like, oh, yeah, my daughter asked me to go get that stuff. So I don't know. Nice I don't know dad. if he's just dumb or, like, scared at that point. Yeah. Who knows? Still riding out his daughter. That's true. See, I don't... I, we don't have kids, so I don't have to make that judgment call. I mean, I know what, like, my mom would do. She'd be like, I, know. I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. I know. <laughs> I think any parent would. But that's what I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, think, it's my daughter. Yeah, well, that's what makes me think he might have been clueless. Because yeah. it's, it's bleach. No, no one's that stupid. Bags. If the cops show up to your house and they ask you, hey, why are you buying this stuff? And you point, your, uh-huh. point the finger at your daughter, like, you know what you're doing. He's just like, I'm not going to jail. Fuck her. Yeah. Um, okay, so he says, you can basically, like, my daughter sent me to get this stuff. If you want to talk to her, she's down at the local church volunteering. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> yeah, sounds like an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> but she was. Yeah. She actually oh, was okay. at the it local church. It sounds like a, a really shitty alibi. It's like, no, no, I wasn't. I didn't I didn't rob that convenience store. I was volunteering at the church. What are you talking about? Yeah, so investigators initially were like, okay, this can't, like, a guilty person, especially like a woman, wouldn't be doing this. Um, 
So they went up to, like, talk to her, essentially, and she pretty much appeased them for the most part because, I mean, she seemed genuinely concerned. So um, when they were like, hey, what do you know? We need to, like, walk through everything that happened. Um, we need to, like, we're basically very concerned. We need a timeline. And she was like, oh, I'm concerned, too, because there's all this stuff on the boat, and we want to make sure that they get it. So, like, we want to find them, too. Yeah. Because we have stuff of theirs, you know? Trying to be like, we want to help find them so they right. can have their stuff. Right. Like, it's all their family stuff. We want to make sure they get it. Just being very concerned. Right. So, they were like, you know, she's volunteering at church. She seems like she wants to help with the investigation. So Yeah, that's just a cover for sure, bro. Yeah. Um, she also was super specific and helped, like, recalling details about everything that happened. Yeah. Um, so she stated that she would get the signed and notarized bill of sale, um, and gets it, and it even has the hawk's fingerprints on it, which is, like, an elevated type of notary. Right. Um, so everything was in order, like, the notary was valid. Everything was good. Um, and so they're like, okay, if the bill of sale is good, where did you get the money from right. to buy it? Because clearly most people who have that kind of money aren't buying a boat. They're buying a house and getting out of the parents' garage. Right. Um, and, and if they live in the parents' garage, like, where did they get $300,000? So Just liquid cash. Go Go Power Ranger says that um, he bought it with drug money. Cool. Which is dumb because he is a felon. And they're going to seize that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, he's clearly out on probation. Yeah. And he just admitted, even if it's not true, I mean, they're going to look into it. Like, he just admitted to using drug money to buy a boat, so... You're at least going back to jail for that. See, I'd just be like, I found it, man. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, Skylar. Of course your name's Skylar. Skylar, probably born like the same. I don't know. I didn't even look when he was born, honestly. But he was in Power Rangers in the 90s, so probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Probably um, 70s, maybe. Late 70s. Yeah. Skylar um, was like, I'm a family man now. I wouldn't do that, you know, because right. at the time, him and Jennifer already did have one kid. Okay. And she was pregnant with another one. So he had something to live for. Yeah. 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 I mean. Something not to kill over. I don't know. I don't know, though. I mean, what, did, what was his felony? Uh, I think it's burglary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was on probation at the time for armed burglary. Okay. Yeah. Sounds pretty legit. Yeah. Um, okay. So, the police were like, we need your side of the story. Like, what happened? Because they already talked to the wife. Divide and conquer. Police method. Yeah. Getting. Uh, yeah. 
a story out. It's true. It is true. Sadly, we've been on. <laughs> oh, this is uh, Brendan Dassey. Uh, he's like, can I watch wrestling? Oh my god. Tom God's Segura bit is the best. Tom yeah. Segura's <laughs> bit about it. It's, it's great. <laughs> Just admit you killed him. Okay, then can I watch wrestling? And they're like, yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> Uh, that poor, poor kid, kid. yeah for real yeah, she's like they're they have to feel terrible about themselves because they know he didn't do it i know and they're still sticking to the story like he did it's the worst um okay so he said and this is just like dude be more creative <laughs> he said that he met the couple at a parking lot close to where the marina was yeah and met him with a briefcase full of money right. for the boat. And he said that the husband, Tom Hawks, was like, uh, is it all there? Yeah. And Skylar was like, and I was all like, oh, yeah, it's all there. Yeah. Just stupid. Just stupid lies. Barney. For real. Um, so... They did the exchange, keys for briefcase type thing, and he said that at the time it was him, his wife, his first child, his notary, and one of his friends named Alonso Machain. Okay. From Mexico. Machain. Um, Whose friend is Alonso? Skylar's. Skylar's friend. Yeah. Okay, so now he's implicating Alonzo in this. Yeah, he gave he gave that name. Um, so like, I don't know. Maybe go look at my buddy Alonzo, who knew this guy had three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so he said, after that point, the Hawks got in their silver SUV, silver Honda, and that was the last that he saw of them. Okay. Okay. Convenient. So. About a month has passed since the Hawks, like, actually went missing. Ryan starts to be, like, to the uncle, who's a retired cop, probably pulling on those, you gotta do something right, you know, right muscles. Um, was like, you have to go public with our parents' disappearance. Because maybe someone saw them... Or, like, has seen their car or something. Yeah. Because the investigation has basically gotten to a dead end. Like, we have nothing. So, the least we can do, like, you have to know people. Right. The least we can do is try to get the media yeah. on this. That's, I mean, that's all you can do at a certain point. Right. So, they do. And a retired couple in San Miguel, Mexico, ended up hearing... Something on the television news, something um, about the description of the vehicle, um, and then they called in, being like, "Hey, we think we've seen the car. It's um, next to this trailer down in Mexico." Cool. Um, so police get there, and the people who live in the mobile home are like. Well, we don't know these, you know, old white people. Yeah. But the car was given to me by one of my friends. And they're like, well, what's your friend's name? They're like, Skylar 
De Leon. <laughs> so it's pretty much at that time that any hope that the Hawks were still alive disappeared. Right. Because yeah. like something for their vehicle to end up and just like the lies have started. Yeah. Nothing's looking good. So they start asking around like to people that live at the mobile home, showing them pictures of the Delions and people are like, Yes, we've seen them both here for sure. Um, but that really didn't give them any clear cut evidence still. Um so on December seventeenth, two thousand four, Skylar was arrested for money laundering and the investigations continued into the murder. Yeah. So he's in jail at least. Um at that point they knew that he did it, but they couldn't prove it. It's like you know, you have a feeling, and right. you basically have evidence, well, hearsay, and all that. Habeas corpus, right? No body. Yeah, that's that's right, right? Yep. <laughs> and yeah, that's a lot of a lot of like missing person cases is because there's no body. Right. Well, and um, I try to look into this a lot, but I think to this day there's still no body. Yeah. Um, no bodies. Wow. Um. Yeah, that's really. It makes it really sad. I mean, yeah, probably in the ocean. We'll get to that, babe. <laughs> we gotta wait. <laughs> we gotta wait. I'm I trying mean, to keep it positive. Maybe they're still alive. It's pretty logical. Maybe Skylar was like, the Power Rangers wouldn't want me to do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe. Just maybe. And the change of heart. Yeah. Just a felon for, for burgling and maybe they, money laundering. Maybe they got away. <laughs> maybe they're chilling down in Mexico. Vietnam vet. Just, <laughs> you know. Keeping it, we're going to keep some hope, okay? Stay with me. Yeah. Okay. So, they start thoroughly searching the house of, the, of Skylar and Jennifer. Okay. Um, they end up finding the Hawks laptop and video camera on the video camera. Obviously like they had some like Hawks footage on it, which is how they knew. Yeah. Um, just conveniently like intertwined in there was like Thanksgiving dinner footage that the Delions took over the Hawks like footage. Wow. So it implicated them, but it's also like you something happened to this family and you recorded over their memories and recorded a Thanksgiving that they would have loved to have with like their fan. It's just not it's not okay. It's mentally not and it's just there's that's no sense of remorse. Get your own camera. (laughs) Like, what are you going to do with that well, stuff? Well, at that point, like, you, they can't move the bow. They don't have money. Yeah. Fandangled electronics, man. Yeah, I mean, but you're not going to get much for that. No, they wanted to use it. They clearly were using it. Yeah. Um. So, Jennifer basically was like, my husband's innocent. I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about this. And I'm like, okay, so who filmed Thanksgiving? Because when you open a camera... <laughs> you see all the other ones. You're like, huh, oh, this is weird. I've never seen this camera before. Who are these people? Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't look similar. Like, right. they're 30, 40 years older than you. 
Um, so she was actually way better than her father. She was like, he's innocent. And they were like, tell us what happened. We'll give you immunity if you testify against him. Yeah. And she was like, no. Not gonna happen. Yeah. So, better than her dad. <laughs> Dad's a snitch. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to, uh, testify against your spouse, though. So. Nope. Right. Um, so, while searching their home, they also, here's a kicker, find an interesting clue about another murder investigation involving somebody named John Jarvie. Um, they found a police business card, an LAPD detective card, for someone named Joe Bahina, who was working with Mexican police in the Jarvie case. So, Jarvie in 2003 was found with his throat cut. And they were looking at Skylar for that wow. murder. So the card was in the house because the police obviously tried to contact him. Yeah. Because he looked good for it. I know. This is a good one, right? Jeez. We got Power Rangers. It's like we an Aaron Hernandez thing where you find out about other murders you did. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, so Jarvie met Skylar while they were both doing time at City of Seal Beach Jail. Okay. And while you're at City of Seal Beach Jail, you apparently are allowed to do work programs. Right. So, or work release, and you can go out during the day. Yeah. So, after Jarvie was released, he stayed in touch with Skylar and was like, hey, if I ever get a big job, like, I'll cut you in. Right. Um, in December 2003, which is approximately a year before the Hawks went missing, Skylar was like, told Jarvie, like, hey, I have a business idea. I don't know if it was a legal business idea or illegal, but it was a business idea. Right. And Jarvie, I don't know how he went from jail to having 50K, but makes me think it's an illegal business, but yeah. he gets him 50K. In cash, and then apparently they both went to Mexico, where they were supposed to complete this score or whatever they yeah. were doing, but Jarvie never comes back. Okay. So Mexican police initially questioned both of the Delions, Jennifer and Skyler, um, but the case initially was unsolved. Okay. Um. Once police began scrutinizing the evidence in the case, including the bill of sale, um, a bunch of questions started popping up. The first was about the notary. Yeah. Which is super important because notaries take an oath. But they realized that some, like, we, I don't know, notaries are kind of held to a higher standard. Right. So they're like, we're going to try to break somebody that essentially has put herself forward as like a quote-unquote good person right um so she was like no everything was done properly i don't know what's wrong right um and then eventually she cracked um she said that she never met like anybody involved like she never met the hawks the people who are supposed to sign um and that she was paid cash 
to backdate the documents to November 15th, which is the day the couple went missing. Dang. So then, Alonso Machain, um, apparently they also met at the jail, city of Seal Beach. Such a stupid name. <laughs> I knew when I was writing that. It's gotta that, be somewhere near was... San Diego. There's so many um, seals in San Diego. They're gross. They gross me out. There's, There's so much bleh. Gross. I don't like seals. Sorry. Um, and they're mean too. They beat each other up. Yeah. Well, walruses are like super aggressive. Yeah. Um. Fun facts. Okay. But Alonso was a jailer. He was not an inmate. Okay. So he admitted. And remember, Alonzo was apparently the guy that was with them yeah. on the boat. Okay? He's on record as being with them. Right. So, he said that um, like they were involved. Oh, my gosh. I just, I just lost my notes. Okay. So, yeah. Alonzo is basically like, okay, we were involved in the murders. Right. And this is how it happened. Sad. This is where it gets pretty so messed Alonzo up. Alonzo just spills from his here guts. On yeah, a bunch of yeah. Man, I know these guys for like quote unquote hardened criminals sure are just like <laughs> snitches, man. I know, right? Like you, you get to commit murder, like keep your mouth shut, commit perjury. I don't know. I don't know. That's not legal advice. <laughs> No, no one's going to try me here. Um, okay, so he said that Skylar convinced him that um, he was like an international hitman. Okay. And that he needed... This guy's just... This Skylar guy just flexes so hard. He was once on Power Rangers, so he's basically a hitman. <laughs> he's just like delusional. Yeah, I don't think... I saw a picture of him, and I'm like, oh, you got crazy eyes for sure. Yeah. It's a white guy, right? Skyler? Yeah. Okay, I figured. <laughs> I mean, probably, I assumed with a yeah, name like Skyler. Okay. It's probably, of course, your name is Skyler. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Jennifer looks like a Jennifer. So. Nice. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I kind of had a picture of my... I, I've, I haven't seen a picture of these people. Yeah. But that's I, I, kind of... I was picturing a 90s Jennifer and a 90s Skylar for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think most You're people... You're spot on probably with your mental images, everybody. Yeah. Um. So he said, that guy told me he was an international hitman. <laughs> And I needed to take out these older people named Tom and Jackie Hawks because they were evil. <laughs> wow, dude. Um, Alonso told police that on November 15th, 2004, he, Skyler, and another accomplice named John Kennedy. <laughs> no relation. Right. Um, set out toward Santa Catalina Island on the well-deserved with Tom and Jackie Hawks on a sea trial or test run of the boat. So everything so far is pretty much going according to plan. Right. Um, but that's when Machane uh, said that Skyler and this guy named John Kennedy overpowered Tom Hawks. on him, too. Yeah. Everyone's getting snitched on. Jeez. 
Probably for a deal, of course. Yeah. Um. So they overpowered Tom and handcuffed him. And then um, Machane subdued and handcuffed Jackie Hawks. Um, so then he said on Skylar's orders, he taped the couple's eyes and mouths and tied them together. And then Skylar would navigate the boat towards the deepest point of the sea. Um, and this is like, it's really bad. Like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad way to go. So then he said he tied the couple um, and handcuffed them to one of the yacht's anchors. And then Skylar threw the anchor overboard and dragged the couple over the side. Yeah. Let them drown while they were alive. Oh, man. Yep. So. Jennifer apparently was not on the boat while this was happening, um, which came as a surprise to a lot of people because she was arrested just weeks after giving birth to her second child. Um, but she was arrested because investigators discovered that um, Skylar and Jennifer spoke by phone numerous times on the day John Jarvie was murdered and again when the Hawks were killed. Yeah. So, like, even though she wasn't there physically, she was... She had to have known about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, Machane testified in three separate trials against Jennifer and Skylar DeLeon, as well as John Kennedy. Um, in a deal with the prosecution, he pleaded guilty to two counts of voluntary manslaughter and was sentenced to 20 years and four months in prison. Dang, dude. You ratted like that. You well, didn't get a think about deal. it. Uh, he will be out in 2026. Yeah, but still, though, you didn't get a better deal than that. 20 years, yeah. man. That's that's not even good for manslaughter. Yeah, I don't know. And you gave up all of that. It's a pretty it's... heinous murder. He tied somebody to an anchor and left them. Well, Skylar tied him to the anchor. And it was his no, he had, Skylar had him tie them to the anchor. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Um, so in 2006, Jennifer was convicted of the murders of Tom and Jackie Hawks and later sentenced to two life terms without the possibility of parole. She was charged in connection to Jarvie's murder, which she denied. Um, in a preliminary hearing, the judge actually did dismiss that charge. Hmm. Uh, nearly two years later, Skylar went to trial for the murder of Tom and Jackie Hawks and John Jarvie. He was convicted of all three murders. John Kennedy was also convicted of the Hawks murders and like Skyler sentenced to death. Both remain on death row today. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess he didn't get sentenced to death, but still 20 years is, is a while. A while, but you... For doing that to I mean, I'm not two saying human do, beings... I'm, 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 I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve that or more. I'm just saying, like, there's precedent set for a deal that's better than that. Yeah, probably. He had a really shitty lawyer, is all I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) Or none, probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, everyone gets a lawyer. But, yeah, it's hard to let a jury. I mean, a public defender. 
And was sure. like, yeah, dude, this is a good deal. Implicate this guy that they have no yeah. idea. I don't think a jury's giving you anything better. See, I'd have been like, you're not. There's no way you're going to make this arrest without <laughs> me. Yeah. I'm implicating somebody else that's not even on your radar. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, I should walk. That, that's what I would have proposed. But. Well, <laughs> I hope he never has to go. Yeah, it's a terrible thing to but do. The, <laughs> These it's people a criminal are mindset, dude. <laughs> you know. These people are just trying to live their life in their yeah. golden years, and then they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to be grandparents, and everything's wonderful, and then... It's horrible. It, it really is. and I mean, for somebody to take advantage of somebody in that I situation, um, I mean, I think that you should, any type of deal where there's a brokerage, I'm surprised that with something that large... They didn't have a broker for that kind of deal. They, they have people who do that. Well, and I think like a test drive is pretty. I don't know. I'm I pretty sure like if I have a boat, like I want to do it through a company or like some security. So I'm not right. taking out. But I don't know. Back then, I feel like people weren't as like suspicious of yeah. everybody. And it's just kind of like it's. It's just a test drive, you know, like we don't need, I don't need to look into your financial, but I know some places like you can't even test drive until you pass a credit score. Oh yeah. Credit credit check and all that. Oh yeah. They're going to run the numbers on you for sure. Oh, show. Yep. So yeah. Thought I'd, uh, you like that one this week? Yeah. That was interesting. For sure. Well, I hope you guys liked it. Yeah. Um, come check John Z out at a comedy show. Carrollton on February 27th, thir- this next Thursday at uh, Alley Cats in Carrollton. Um, I'll be at the Laughing Skull in the third, pending Kevin Hart bumping me. Um, and then March 9th at McCracken. So, and also follow me on Instagram at John C. Pitts, J O N S I E P I T T S. Yeah, and you can follow me yeah. at Sparkles in Spades. Word. Yeah, I post where I'm at doing comedy and stuff too. Yeah, and then if you can, donate to St. Baldrick's. Again, it goes to Childhood Cancer Research. Absolutely. So, super good. I'm going to go pop him in the bottom because our dog's being crazy. But I hope you guys have a wonderful Friday. Maybe it's a snowy Friday. Either way, make sure to continue and like, share, follow, subscribe, all, all that. that good stuff. Appreciate it, y'all. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.